Hey, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome to another episode of Resilience Is My Beauty with yours truly, Tawanta J. How are you doing, my my beloved sisters? How are you doing, everyone? I hope you are doing very, very well. So you know what's up? Just come on in and drop your bags, your purse, and take off your shoes and and come on in the kitchen and grab you something to drink, something warm, something cozy and comfortable to your soul. Have a seat in our special room and take a deep breath in and exhale slow. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? How are you doing, my darlings? I hope everyone is doing amazing. You're doing well. How was your day? Or how how is your day going? Depending on what time you're you know listening to me. How are you doing right now? I hope all is well with you. I hope all is well with you and your family and your kids and with your job, with your life. I pray all is well for you. Now listen, I am continuing on the 12 days of giftness. If you haven't uh, listened to my episode yesterday, I want you to go ahead and start on day one what I was talking about, which was uh, the gift of being a blessing to other people in your life. And so um, I'm coming on every day for 12 days straight and giving you the different gifts, giving you gifts of what you have. It's already in you and how you can be able to, uh, you know, showcase those gifts out to um, to those in your life. Right. And, you know, y'all pray with me. (laughs) I mean, so far I'm on track. I'm doing good, even though it's day two. (laughs) You know, like I said yesterday, you know, I'm so, um, you know, uh, conditioned to just do it weekly to come on every week. Right. So I had to remind myself, okay, girlfriend, you coming on every day for 12 days straight. Now, don't miss a day. (laughs) And so day two, I'm here and I am totally excited to share with you day two of the gift. And we're going to talk about the gift of love. The gift of love. Oh my goodness. Yeah, guys, let me tell you, as you know, we are entering to this season of of, um, Christmas and the holidays and all that good stuff and everything. And isn't it just a wonderful feeling in the air? You know, you just enjoy the beauty of Christmas and what it represents because Jesus is the reason for the season. Just get that right out there up front. Come on. He is the reason for the season, honey. Yes, yes, yes. But along with that, you know, it comes with love. It comes with family. It comes with, you know, memories, sweet memories, you know, you know, just being with those people that really means so much to you. Um, and all those things. And, you know, we do a little extra, right, around this time of the year, do we not? We do a little extra, you know what I mean? And uh, nothing wrong with that. It's all good. But why do we do it at this time instead of doing it all the time? And especially when it comes to our love for people, you know, we want to go ahead and extend our love to people through gifts, you know, material gifts or, you know, that kind of thing. And and like I said, that's all good and everything, but we need to can, you know, consistently pour our love like that all the time, you know, and everything we do, you know, we do it in love, right? Everything we do, we do it in love. And that is so true. Um, and so I wanted to, you know, talk to you all about, uh, about love 
and how important it is for us to truly um really exercise love out to those now i know um a lot of us have been hurt by love right we've been hurt um you know because we have committed our hearts to people um we have sacrificed so much we have dedicated our time our energy you know our mind our bodies everything to um you know people in our lives and in return it wasn't the same you know it was not 100% um it just wasn't the same you know and a lot of us are dealing with the same we're dealing with the memories of that hurt you know we're not fully giving our heart 100% to anyone honestly to the majority of people because of the previous relationships or what people have done to us and you have to understand what love is all about first of all you got to understand who god is god is love <laughs> you know god is love and he loves us unconditionally even when we do mess up even when we do you know um do stupid things even when we don't go to church consistently even when we don't uh honor God, even when we do say things, you know, that's totally, totally disrespectful, uh, you know, when it comes to God's word or what have you, when we totally don't give God the due that he's rightfully deserved yet that yet God love still pours into our lives. You know, that's why for some of us, when we truly do sincerely repent and we do give our lives to uh, give our lives to Christ 100% and we start building a relationship with him, and we start to really see the, the 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 volume of his love man it just humbles us more and more because we just kind of like scratch our head it's like i just i just can't understand his love for me after all that i've done after all that i have committed the things that i've said the things that i did to my body the, how i denounced church how i you know cuss people out in the church and this that and whatever and yet you know his love is just so beautiful you know what i mean and we are supposed to exercise that same type of love to everybody else we're supposed to, you know, let people see God in us. And when we present our love, when we present the love to people, you know, whether it's through things, whether it's just through uh, words, whether it's through action or whatever, we, you know, people will recognize that that is God love through that person, you know? Because if it was up to us, if we allow our flesh to take control, yeah, we you, we won't be doing half the things now for some people that truly don't deserve our love. You know, well, you know what? We don't deserve God love either because guess what? We still, for most of us, we still don't acknowledge him. We still are not faithful. We're still disobedient. We still continue to do what we want to do, right? Even though we know, even though we go to church, even though we do read our Bible and all these things, but yet we still dealing, you know, we still wrestling against flesh and blood. We still dealing with spiritual warfare. We still want to fight. We want to do what's pleasing to our flesh, what's pleasing, you know, you know, to, to our, to our minds. We want to do those things. And yet 
you know, we, God is so amazing. He still continues to pour his love for us. He still continues to do things for us, right? And he doesn't have to do that, but he does it anyway. And we need to study God more. We need to study his word more. We need to know that his word is love because God is the word. He is love. And when you allow him to really come in and really minister to you and show you his love, it is absolutely amazing. It's so humbling. And eventually it starts to change you from the inside out. You start doing things for people that you did not expect to do for them at all. Especially those who, you know, are just really not good to be around people that is just really just tap your nerves so deep. <laughs> you know, people who have hurted you or betrayed you or just people just want to be just cynical sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But yet you still showcase your love towards them. And this time we need to start doing that. We need to go ahead and just allow God's love to, um, come through you, you know, do things in love, everything you do, right? Everything you do, you do in love, right? No matter what, no matter what. And that's in the word guys. That's in the word. That's in uh first Corinthians 16, 14, do everything in love. He didn't say do some things. He didn't say do a little, he didn't say do uh, you know, go ahead and do because that person was nice and sweet to you. Then you go ahead and do nice, sweet things because they, you know, because you love them and they love you, blah, 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 blah. No, he says, do everything in love. So even those who persecute you, even those who, you know, that treat you bad, even those that speak ill against you, you still do everything in love for them. <laughs> And you know what? I get it. Sometimes you're like, now, Jesus, listen, mm. do you understand this, this situation here? Do you understand what this person has done to me? What they said to me in my face? Well, look what Jesus, Jesus had to deal with people like that when he was here. There was people talking about him, saying all kinds of things in his face. And guess what? Jesus didn't say a mumbling word, you know? He basically said, God, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. They don't know. They're lost. <laughs> right? And we need to do the same exact thing. We are supposed to replicate what Jesus did while he, while he was here on this earth. We are, we are supposed to, you know, uh, walk just like Jesus did. We're supposed to you know, still love those that loves us and even those that hate us, even those that persecute us. We're still supposed to love them and we're supposed to pray for them because they don't know no better. They don't know no better. Jesus had to deal with that too. He had to deal with people who were blinded, you know, with the truth. They, they didn't, they didn't, especially with the Pharisees, child, you know, them, them jokers, they just, whoo, they were so indignant, Right? They were so blinded, <laughs> right? And there's people like that in your life right now, you know? And I know those are the people that gets on your nerve the most. 
Those are the ones that they swear they, they, they know everything. They know, oh, they swear that they know what's going on. They swear that they know about your life and they don't have a clue. And yet you just fighting, 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 trying to get them to understand where you're coming from. And then after a while, you just get so irritated. You don't want to have anything to do with them and all this other stuff. Now, I get that you need to separate yourself from people. You know, I understand that. But you can still love them, though. You can still go ahead and say, you know what, sis? I know we have our disagreements, but it does not change my love for you. See, people don't expect to hear those words. They expect you to come out with the same wrath and the same poison that they are presenting to you. But we have to learn to use that, use God's love. We got to utilize it because that's how that it, it diffuses uh, ignorance. When we speak God's truth and love, it diffuses the ignorance of people. Because, it's, you know, when you say things like that to them, they don't even know how to come back. With a, with a, with the comment, they don't know. <laughs> they don't know how, cause you know you threw them off. You know they was ready to pounce on you with some negative, hateful, poisonous type of words. You know because they hurting, so they want you to hurt more. But when you come back with the word of God and you not being all indignant or anything, but you just speaking, you know, with love. Not saying that you feel in some type of way, but you know, ain't nobody but the Holy Spirit that is speaking through you and you speak something sweet to them. Let's say, sis, you know what? I, I, I understand your frustration. You know, I understand that, you know, you know, we still don't see eye to eye. You don't see it my way. And I, I, and I'm, I'm going to leave it at that, but guess what? No matter how much you speak about me or against me, no matter how much you, you know, um, yell at me or what have you, that does not change my love for you. When you say something like that to them, they're going to be like, what? <laughs> right? They're going to be like, um, it, it, you know, they, they, their face start to twitch. <laughs> right? And they have to think real quick of, of finding something to say. Now, yeah, you're going to have some people that's going to be like, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, they're going to say something like that. That's, that, 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 that. that's beside the point or whatever. Because when they say something like that, they, you know, they just, try. <laughs> they can't even really come back as much as they want to. They can't come back. And even if they do try, you come back even harder with the word of God. You come back even harder with God's love in those, in that, in, in those words embrace them with the love of God. We have to start doing that more. And, you know, because God does it for us every single day. Look at your life right now. Be real. We don't acknowledge God's presence every day. Sometimes we do, but sometimes we don't. You know, we don't take a minute just to say, God, I love you. God, I, I thank you. God, I just want to take a minute to worship you because when I look back over my life, ain't nobody but you that has saved me. Ain't nobody but you that has comforted me. Ain't nobody but you that has took me in when people had kicked me out. Come on now. The gift of love is powerful. <laughs> you can't, you can't even put it in a box because it's so huge. You know what I mean? Because God is huge. There, there is no, there's no beginning. There's no ending of his love. 
And that's why a lot of us scratch our heads sometimes. We wonder, how can God love me? Or we look at other people and we look at their their, their life and we, you know, read about their history, their story. And you're like, wow, the love of God. There's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. There's so many scriptures in the Bible about God's love and how the love is being utilized and, you know, and all those things. And sometimes we just have to go back into the word and really, you know, read certain scriptures about God's love. And you just like, wow, if God can love, love them in spite of and and forgive them in spite of, he could do that for me. And not just me, he could do that for my husband. He can do that for my children. He can do that for my mother, my father. You know what I'm saying? And if you know how his love is in your life, why not share that gift to someone else? Because someone else is going through something right now where they believe that that love doesn't exist. How can God, how can God love me? But yet I'm being tortured in this relationship. I'm being abused in this relationship. But yet this person who's causing all this strife in my life, they say they know God too. They go to church, they're Christian, but yet they will go ahead and just treat me this kind of way. How? And I, and, and I know what I'm saying because I, I had that same thought too. Now, you know, I'm honest, you know, I'm keeping it real. I'm like, God, how, how can you, how can you love me? But yet I'm in this, in this relationship and this person is doing this to me. He's treating me this way, but yet he goes to church. It's like, I go to church yet. He claims he know you, but God said, he doesn't know my love the way you know my love. And see, we got to be careful if you are in kind of relationship like that, you know, it doesn't matter if you're married to them or if you or you associate with that person, no matter if they're relatives or not. If you're in a relation with someone like that and they claim they go to church and all that stuff, but yet their actions is totally, you know, totally opposite of God's love. They're, they're very abusive and with their words and with their actions and all those things towards you. And, and you and you express your concerns to that individual and you tell them that their love, the way how they're presenting their love is not the same. It's not parallel to God's love. And yet it still doesn't bend them. It doesn't put them in a point of repentance. Yet they still continue to deny or, you know, just cover up or whatever. Get out of that relationship. Ask God to help you to just walk away from that. Ask God to help you to, to remove that individual out of your way because you don't want to get contaminated in that situation. You, you already in it longer as you, you already been in it long enough. So you don't want that person's behavior or their actions to start to bleed into you. And then eventually you're going to start becoming bitter and becoming resentful and and becoming angry and all these things. Because I have seen that in a lot of relationships. That's why, you know, especially in the church, that's why the, the divorce rate is very, very high. It is ridiculous. It's crazy. But here's the situation that people who are, uh, that's been, um, that has been hurt, in, in relationships, whether it's uh, an intimate relationship or whether it's relationship with family or friends, and they have yet to acknowledge their pain to, to God and ask God to heal them, they will go ahead and carry that pain 
and, and, and bring it into a new relationship. And then eventually that relationship starts to deteriorate. And that person who's in that relationship that they start, you know, committing to that person is coming in innocent. They don't know what they're getting themselves into. They just think they just, they, they just believe that who they have in their life is just 100% all of that. He cares for me. He loves me, blah, 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 and all those things. But as soon as a problem hit, as soon as something happens, as soon as he says something or does something or whatever that you find a little bit, you know, not cool and you bring it to their attention, as soon as something happens, you know, you it, it, it starts to you know, warp you a little bit, if that makes sense, right? You're trying to figure why this is going on, if that makes sense. And I'm, and I, I, I can only speak for myself because I know for me personally, I, I love, love. I love, love, that's just my nature. I love people. I love life. I love what God has blessed me with every single day. I'm, I'm, I'm like my youngest daughter. She just loves life. <laughs> She's just a free, you know, free for all type of girl. You know, she just loves the beauty of life. Nothing really phases her. Nothing really gets to her. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying she's a gullible, easy type of passive girl. No, she's, she's beautiful and all of that, but she's, she's a type type of person that definitely is very, uh, observant. And, you know, she definitely, um, you know, she investigates if that makes sense, right. Um, the situation or whatever. But once she does what she needs to do, she still moves on. She, she's, she, she forgives easily and we are supposed to forgive. And I get it. There's some situations that, you know, that may not, um, have us to forgive like we should immediately. Um, and all of that, I understand that. Um, and it takes time. But I know that what my youngest daughter, she, her love is just so pure. It's so rich. It's God's love. It really, really is. And that's the love that I have. That's the love that I had when I was her age, when I was a little girl, when I was a teenager, when I was in my early 20s. I was always free loving like that until I got in relationships until my heart was broken, until I got betrayed, until I saw that the love that I thought was real for me was never real in the first place. It was just a camouflage, just to try to, you know, try to, you know, get into, get into my pants and all this stuff. And I'm just being honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Because I love those individuals at the time of my life when I was dating them. I loved them unconditionally. You know, I, and, and I respected them. I, I was just there for them. You know, I mean, <laughs> period. And even if we, even if, and we really did have any arguments, I keep it real out of all. And I mean, all of my relationships, there was really no arguments at all. You know what I mean? Because honestly, we did get along, but at the end of the day, you, you know, time will reveal the truth of that person, you know, what their, their true motives are. And when I found out the true motives of why they wanted to be with me was because they wanted to, you know, 
you know, have sex with me and all that stuff. And I said, no. And then they give me an ultimatum and then they go ahead and get nasty and then they get rude. And then I'm like, why are you doing this to me? And this, that, I already told you up front, this, that, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And then next thing you know, they go ahead and they don't want to be with me no more. Or they, you know, they, um, you know, they, they treat me like a dog, <laughs> you know, they, I, and I'm being real. This is what I experienced. This is what I experienced. And that's not all. Cause each relationship pretty much at the end of the day, it was the same scenario, same situation, but they each had their own way of, you know, uh, uh, revealing to me how they felt about it. You know, because I was stubborn. I was like, no, I'm not giving myself to you if you have not committed and saying I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not doing that. Right? And I know everybody's situation is so different. You know, there's people who can, you know, they give their love out to family members and they constantly pour their love and in, into their families. But some family members don't even appreciate what you put down. They don't understand the sacrifice that you put forth. They expect you to do this. They expect you to do this for them and this, that, or whatever. And you have done more than enough. You still can love them with, through prayer, but they don't see that. And I get it. You know, you pour your love out. You pour your love out. You pour your love out. And you like, I'm tired. I had enough. You know, I'm tired of it. And eventually your heart starts to, starts to turn cold. You start to, you know, start to back away. You start to put a gate over your heart. You're like, you're not entering into my heart. I, I, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be played a sucker no more. I'm not, I'm not going to fall for those, those love lines. Those, that, mm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fall for that, that garbage. Cause you ain't, you don't mean nothing to me. You, what you saying ain't real. Because we're still carrying the pain of yesterday. And that's why I was saying that if you, you know, when you've been in these kind of relationships back to back, and not just an intimate relationship, but even with people in general, and yet you haven't asked God to heal you from that, to, to cleanse you from that pain, you know, you eventually will carry that same baggage into a new relationship or you, or eventually you won't even have the opportunity to start re a relationship with that man that's interested in you because you already assume that he's just, he ain't, he's just like the average Negro out there. And that's just real talk. And then you want to know why you can't settle, why you can't have a good relationship and this, that, whatever, because you are still holding on to the pain and you're not really showcasing your love the way that you should show showcase your love. Yeah, guess what? People are going to hurt you just like people hurt a Jesus. <laughs> people are going to step stomp on your heart just like people did on Jesus. <laughs> right? People are going to betray you just like Jesus was betrayed. Come on now. People are going to, you know, going to, uh, you know, going to lie on you just like people did on Jesus. Come on now. But did that stop him from loving you? He sacrificed his life for you because, oh my God, he sacrificed his life for you because he loves you. He forgives you for your yesterday sins, your today sins, and your future sins. Wow. But here we are, we still carrying the burden of people's, 
you know, uh, abuse from yesterday, from six years ago. And we refuse to give them any of our hearts. We're still carrying that pain. But yet we want a relationship with somebody today. We want to we want to get married. We want to this, that, or that. But yet you still hold on to that, to that pain. You know what I'm saying? I hope I'm I'm hope I'm speaking this in, you know, right at the core of this whole subject of love. You know, if you want, if you want to experience pure love, <laughs> that unconditional love, you gotta experience it through God. Allow him to show you, allow him to heal your heart first and foremost, because he knows your heart. He knows what's up in that corner of the heart, honey. He knows what's in the crevice of the heart, boo-boo. He knows what is in your heart. And he is the only one that can surgically, spiritually remove those crevices that, 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 uh, What's the, that solid, that, that's solid, you know, how things just solidify after a while and it's really, really hard to, to, you know, come off. God is the one that can do that in, for your heart. He can do that. He'll give you a new heart if you ask for it. He'll, he'll do it for you. And he will show you his love. And he does it every single day, y'all. He really, really does. But we get so caught up in our own world. We get so caught up in our own drama that we forget, we just totally just miss the love that God for us. We get frustrated with life, we get frustrated with issues and dramas like, oh God, do you love me? If you love me, you will release this burden off of me. And I'm like, come on, God loves you regardless. But the burden, you put that on yourself. <laughs> come on now, because there's some things that we should not have participated in. There's some people we should not have opened up the door and have them cross that threshold into our hearts. There's some things we should not have said yes to. Come on now, God has been forewarning us about some people, about, about life in general, about certain things in our lives, and we still ignored it. And now we now we're like oh stressed and we're like oh I can't deal with this this is too much Jesus this is so much honey you did that on you but God is still he's still he's still merciful he's still there to help you if you just let him do that and not just with the current issues but even with the past issues and once you start allowing him to start cleaning you out Allow his Holy Spirit to just come on in and do what it knows what to do. Then you will start to to, uh, express the love genuinely and purely. And you won't be expecting anything in return. And you won't take it so seriously if somebody rejects your love. Because yeah, people are going to reject. It's like people rejected Jesus. Just like today, people reject Jesus now. And they don't understand how God just done, oh, God is doing so much in his, in their life. But there's people who don't believe in Jesus. There are people who don't believe that he is here, that he died on the cross, that he rose on the third. People don't believe in God. There's people that deny him, and that's why they're in hell. And those who are still living, if they don't get it together, yeah, they're going to hell. It's not because of the sins you committed. It's because you rejected Jesus. You rejected his love. Come on, y'all. But God is so patient and he's so, oh my goodness. 
He's right there waiting for you just to call on him and say, God, I need help. I need help because I can't continue to allow my heart, you know, to crumble like this. It's just too heavy. This is too much. I'm missing out on the blessings that you have put in my life because I'm still reminiscing of the pain of what happened in my marriage. (laughs) My husband left me for another woman. My husband divorced me because he didn't love me anymore or, or whatever. There's a lot of you sisters that still hold on to the memories of what your husband or what your fiance or what your longtime boyfriend did to you and all those things. There's many of you that still hold on to the memories of what your mom did or what your dad did, what your stepfather did, what your uncle did. There's so many of you that still holding on to the memories of what people in general did to you. And you have not, for some of you, have not acknowledged that, presented it out to God and say, God, they hurted me. This is, you know, and we try to, we try to fix it ourselves. We try to, you know, just try to be spiritual about the whole situation and, and all that stuff. And I mean, yeah, it's okay to pray, but it's, it's more important to really release it into God's care, man. So we don't carry this stuff. This stuff is poisonous. It, 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 dis, it distracts us. It has us to believe that God love isn't real. That's what the enemy does. He distracts you. He, it, he distorts the truth. And God is all about love. He's all love. And if you just give him that opportunity to reveal that love, his love to you, woo girl, honey, mm, 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 mm. your life will never be the same. And it's a process. It's a process. I'm not saying this is going to happen like overnight. It's a process because that wound is so deep. The pain is so real, you know, and you've been with that person for more than a couple of decades so you dealt with a lot with that person. So it's a lot of it's a lot of scars there, man. It's a lot of, you know, walls that it's not easy to break down. And you definitely need the Holy Spirit to to, you know, to heal you through all of that. And that is a process. But guess what? You are growing in love for God. Every day, God is revealing his love to you through people that he has around you in in your life. And I want you to remember, beloved, that you are not alone. (laughs) You are not alone to not carry this pain anymore, to release that hurt, release the shame, release the embarrassment and release the guilt, release all that stuff into God's care in exchange for that love that is unconditional. He washes everything out of you, man. Oh my goodness. It's just beautiful of his love. Because I mean, you look at some people, man, I mean, even in the Bible, look at the Bible, y'all. You know what Moses did. You know what David did. Okay. And and God loved David. You know what I'm saying? And David, man, (laughs) David was just being a man. (laughs) Right? He was being a man, right? You know, he 
He he was lusting after somebody else's woman and bold enough to just go ahead and tell that woman to come on over. And he just had relations with girlfriend and he was so deep in her. And I don't, and no pun intended, but you know what I mean. He was just so wrapped up around this woman that he had to keep her for herself. So he, he, con- he conspired to get this, get her husband killed. Then he totally, you would think after what he did that he would immediately would have repented. No, it had to take a prophet to come to him and say, yo, bro, you messed up. You didn't think God didn't see what you did? David was still tripping, man. But that didn't change the love that God had for David. Man, and when David finally realized what he has done and realized that the love that God had for him, even after all what he did, you would think, I mean, because God could have got rid of David. He could have. He could have got rid of uh, Moses. Because Moses committed murder, did he not? Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Come through, come through. Oh, my goodness. You look at all of the stories of those before us, and you see the priceless love of God still, his grace and mercy. My, my, my. That it didn't change his love for them. So likewise, it's the same thing with you. So, you know, we still ponder on our mistakes and our, and our, and our, you know, our guilts and all that stuff like that. We still reflect on, oh, I shouldn't have aborted this child. I had two abortions and this, that. that's why I don't have kids now. And, you know, and I, and I believe God is punishing me and, and this, that, and I believe God don't love me and all this stuff. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. God loves you 100%. That does not change anything what you did that does not change his love for you he doesn't see you any less of a person you are more than enough you are the apple of his eye you are important to him Mm, 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 mm. and once you realize that Guess what, beloved? You can express that same love to someone else that is going through the same thing or thinking those crazy thoughts as well. We all been there. All of us have a past. All of us got a history. All of us know what we have done. And and some of those things have been, you know, have been weighing us down. You know, the thoughts and all of that stuff. And we still ponder on every now and then. But we have to immediately open up our mouths and say, no, God has forgiven me. I am the righteousness of God. I am cleansed from my sins, my yesterday, my today, and my future sins. Come on now. We got to start doing that. God loves me. Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tells me so. And that's why I said, beloved, you got to get back into the word. When you have one of those days when the enemy comes and he starts telling you some crazy things that God don't love you, God don't care about you, and this, that, da, 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 you get back in that word. You find scriptures on, on what God's love is about, what he does, how he does it, what he, I mean, the people in the word, man, they, they, they talk about God's love. Even with Job. Y'all remember Job? Uh 
Yeah, Job had expressed some things that was right on time. And then Job expressed some things that did not make no sense. That was kind of crazy. That was kind of a little off there a little bit. But you got to understand where he was at the time. Because the brother man lost everything. Plus, he was physically sick. He just thought he was going to die. He was near death and all of these things. Oh, my goodness. But he still, he still loved God. And God never gave up on him. God still loved him. So there's a lot of you that are hurting. You are emotionally hurt. You're mentally hurt. You're physically hurt. There's some things that a lot of you are still holding on to. And that's why some of you are just not, you know, have not been willing, I would say, to really showcase your love wholeheartedly. Because you are afraid of, your, you know, of somebody um, abusing your kindness, your love, and all those things, you know? And I'm telling you, beloved, don't allow that. Don't allow people's behavior to stop loving. You know, don't don't allow people's actions, you know, to uh, stop you from loving them or loving people in general. In that the case, I'm, God could have stopped loving me and loving you and everybody else in this world a long time ago. We wouldn't be here. <laughs> right but as his word said nothing separates nothing no matter what you have done it ain't gonna stop God from loving you right so here's a couple of scriptures that I want to bring to your attention beloved before I get off here first John four sixteen says and so we know and rely on the love God has for us God is love God is love whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them so if you have God in your life if you are saved and you have God in your life then love is in you as well and you are supposed to showcase that love to everyone that's that comes in your in your circle you know in your path Right? Just show your kindness to people. Let them see God through you. Whether it's, you know, you gifting them with words of encouragement, you gifting them with word of prayer, you gifting them with words of laughter, you gifting them with words of, of money, you know, gifting them with, with money or whatever it is, or just a hug. A hug has a lot to say. <laughs> And you don't even have to open up your mouth and give a deep dialogue. You know what I'm saying? When you embrace someone, you don't understand how it really blesses them. Sometimes they can't even verbalize the pain that they're feeling, but you sense it in your spirit. And you just sometimes just say, sis, let me just give you a hug. Let me just hold you for a minute and allow the spirit of God just to just jump into their hearts so they know that they are not alone and they are going to get through this thing. Ah, oh, the gift of love. Woo, baby, it's powerful. It is so powerful. Ephesians 4, 2, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. <laughs> Above all, love each other deeply because love covers (laughs) over a multitude of sins. 
First Peter 4 and 8. Oh, John 15, 12. My command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. Come on through. My command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. Okay, so no matter what is going on right now in your life, I mean, and there's so many other scriptures in the word of God about love. The whole book is love based anyway, because it's all about God. It's God, it's God, because God is word. God is the word, right? But what I have gifted you, just take those scriptures and meditate on that. Meditate on that today and continue to meditate on it tomorrow and the rest of the the rest of this entire month into the new year. So God can reveal more to you. You know, he can show you his love more in depth, um, not just through people, but through, you know, through things that that's going on in your life. Allow him to heal you daily. Because I know some of you probably haven't really talked to God and sincerely and said, Lord, I've been, I, I've been holding on to a lot of grief. Or I've been holding on to a lot of anger. Or I've been holding on to a lot of doubts and fears or whatever. You know, be real. You can't, you, you can't come to God and just think that God don't know what's going on. God knows exactly what's going on with you. <laughs> And all he wants you to do is just have a dialogue with him. He just wants you to talk to him. And then in exchange, let him talk to you. Let him share with you some things. It's so important to start building a relationship with him. And I say this countless times, guys. You cannot succeed in life without God in your life. Woo! Come on through. <laughs> You cannot succeed in life without God in your life. I don't care how intelligent you are. Ain't nobody but God that had poured that intelligence in you in the first place, Shugs. Come through, come through. Right? You cannot succeed in life without God in your life. And when you have God in your life, that means you have love in your life. And love conquers all. Love conquers all. God is, he, he, he's forgiven you for your sins. So we should forgive others for theirs as well. Continue to pray for those individuals. Continue to speak life over those who continue to persecute and, and hurt you. And they could be indignant sometimes. They don't really have a clue as to what's going on. And honestly, you just really don't have the energy anymore to really try to explain yourself to people. All that stuff. Don't do, don't, don't give them the time of day. The only thing you can say to them that they need to hear is that God loves them and so do you. And you're going to pray for them and you're going to pray great things for them. And just walk away. Let them saturate on that. <laughs> Let them saturate on that, okay? Because trust me, they may go ahead and just suck their teeth and say something ignorant and something crazy. But at the end of the day, though, that seed is already planted in their memory. Is already planted in their heart. And they are going to look back over their life. And they're going to remember that conversation. They're going to remember that time when you were standing in front of them. And you said those words to them. 
Trust me, beloved. Don't think that it didn't uh it didn't shake up anything, you know, because they walking off with their pride and you know act like they did something, you know, and all this stuff. Child, please trust me. They get in that corner somewhere and they shook to the core, cause you had you because the Holy Spirit ministered to them. See, God's word it convicts you. Ain't no ain't, ain't no different how God's words convict us when we do wrong, when we say wrong. You know, and we immediately, for the majority of us, as we supposed to, we immediately repent and say, Lord, forgive me. I did not know. Or Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for my, for my weakness. Because see, God loves us. He corrects us. Just like we as parents correct and discipline our children. Why not God do the same thing for us? Because he loves us. He doesn't want us to continue to go astray and be blinded. That's why it's so important for us to, to stay connected to him all the time. Yeah, there's some issues, some situations that you just don't understand why it's happening, why this is going on in my life, why this is happening in my marriage, why this is happening in my finances, why I don't have a job right now. I don't understand, God. You say you love me. And yes, he loves you. That's never, ever, 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 ever going to change. <laughs> okay? That's never going to change. But whatever you are going through right now, that's the perfect time to go to him. So he can heal you with his love. Hmm. He can strengthen you when, you, when you're weak. <laughs> he can comfort you when you're hurting. He can be your voice when you are speechless. <laughs> he can wipe your tears away, beloved, when you don't have the energy to wipe your own. Ah, that's love, baby. That's love. And when you spend that time with him and he teaches you his love, you start seeing the changes inside of you. Then eventually you're going to start reciprocating that love back to others. And that kind of gift. (laughs) Wow. That's a beautiful gift. Because you got to understand, as I said yesterday, God, he presents, he presents presence (laughs) into our lives daily. And one of those gifts, one of those presents is his love for us. And we have to first and foremost acknowledge that. And every day ask God, Lord, teach me your love as I'm in the midst of people who don't know what love is. Woo! Jesus Christ, help me, Father. Minister. Help me to minister to people who don't know what love is. Because they don't know. They don't know. But you do. So why not you teach them? Why don't you gift them with God's love? Yeah, whatever God puts in your heart to talk about or share, do it. And don't expect anything in return. Even if they don't acknowledge what you put down, don't take it personally. (laughs) You still continue to give them a smile and to say, you know what, sis? You know what, boss? You know what, my sister? There's greatness in you. There's greatness in you. 
and just walk out the office or walk out that room. Go ahead on about your business. Go ahead and leave the beauty shop wherever you are. Even if you're on the phone, you know, hang up the phone and say, baby, I love you. I'm going to go ahead and take care of some things, but I love you. And remember that there's greatness in you and hang up. <laughs> Guess what? They ain't going to call you back. <laughs> Then they're going to call you back. You know how when people want to, if you hang up on people because they have, you know, you had enough of their arguments, blah, 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 and you say something, you slam the phone in the ear, and they be like, I know she didn't. And then they're going to come back and just start, you know, getting more uglier. Child, when you say something like that, like, you know, this greatness in you, my sister, I love you, auntie, I love you, mom, or dad, blah, 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 whatever. They ain't going to call you back because they, I mean, it, it's just going to freeze them up. <laughs> But don't, but don't get it indignant now and say, mm, that'll teach you something. No, because you know, don't do that. You just say, Lord, you know the situation. And Lord, I speak abundance over their life. I speak healing and deliverance over their life in Jesus' name. Amen. And move on and move on. That's growth right there. That is growth right there. Like I said, it's a process. It's a process. There's some things, you know, you may not get it right all right immediately, but <laughs> you know, that's okay. Cause you're still learning and growing yourself. But as long as you continue to learn from God, cause he is the best teacher of all about love. Trust me, your journey is going to be smooth sailing from that, from that point on. So I hope this blessed you today. I hope this truly helped you to understand about the gift of love and how powerful it is, you know, to really, you know, pass pass this gift to others because there are people who definitely need to be reminded of uh, how loved they are, right? And uh, especially this time of year where a lot of people believe that they are not loved and that they feel rejected, they feel alone and all of these things. Um, And we definitely need to be the ones uh, to minister to those individuals and remind them that they are loved, that they are important, that there is greatness in them, that there is a purpose in their life and all that stuff, right? And I'm telling you that they will feel, they will feel good, you know? It would like a, like be a breath of fresh air for them, <laughs> right? So, beloveds, um, we're going to continue this tomorrow. And, um, you know, I hope so far this is, you know, blessing you, even though this is a little bit early, I get it. But I hope what you have heard from yesterday up to now is really has, uh, you know, inspired you and to really have you to start looking at your uh, your love walk uh, with God, first and foremost, and just your love walk in general with everybody in your life. And, you know, and just ask God, Lord, reveal to me certain things of what I need to do to exercise your love to others this holiday season, even after the fact, right? So God, I just want to say thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you, God, for, you know, uh, giving me this idea, Lord, um, to speak daily to each, uh, to, to my uh, listeners about 
the gift of Christmas, how important it is that we not get so caught up and wrapped up in the material gifts, but that we learn that there is gifts inside of us that we need to give out to others. Because God, you count, you countlessly, you continuously, I would say, <laughs> give gifts out all the time. And some of us, we, some of us don't notice that or realize that. And there's a few of us that do, but I pray today that we definitely will take a minute and say, God, I thank you for the gifts. I thank you for the gift of life. I thank you for the gift of your love. I thank you for your son. Oh, I thank you for, for deliverance. I thank you. Oh God, for forgiveness. I thank you God for all that you have done in my life, right? Help me, oh Lord, to learn to love better, to love according to your word, oh God, and not to love according to the world way of loving. Because the love, the love that the world has is is not even, it's not even, uh, it's not even real. <laughs> One minute they love you, the next minute they spit you out your mouth. But God, that's not how you operate, right? And I want to be able to exercise that love in spite of how people re, you know, respond to me or how they treat me. So I ask, I ask you, God, to continue to work in my heart so I can be able to freely love unconditionally and showcase that love to others and to remind them that you love them first. I thank you for this day. I thank you for this, for this opportunity. I thank you, God, for growth. I thank you, God, for development. I thank you, God, for change. Hallelujah. I thank you, God, for change. I thank you, God, that I'll be walking into a new year, a new season, a new beginning with a new attitude, right? With a new perspective. I thank you, God, for your love because you don't want us to go into a new year blind. You don't want us to go into the new year confused and hurt. We don't, you don't want us to go into the new world, into the new year, believing that love doesn't exist. Yes, you exist, God, because you are love and you love unconditionally. So I thank you, God, in Jesus' name, amen.